So recently, I was talking about Gaia mind, and I thought I would just expand a little bit on that idea. So if you'd like to, you can go on back and listen to that previous episode. In that episode, I sort of explained, well, what the idea is and how you can get a sense of it and a few metaphors to help illustrate it. And here, I thought I would expand on that and also help to give a sort of how-to or sort of give an instruction of how to get in touch with Gaia mind. And it's a little bit unclear about what the actual difference is between describing something and (laughs) getting in touch with something because these things do go back and forth and this whole thing of convincing you or trying to explain how something is real is different to assuming, well, okay, I understand it, I know what it is, how do I work with it? They're two they're two very different places you can be in, even though the process of talking about those two sides of the story is very similar and somewhat confused in some ways. So here's a way to think about Gaia mind. When you get a new job, you turn up in a new environment, in a new team, and you're working with people, and they have a lingo, they have a vocabulary, they have words that they use that are unique to the job. And you learn those words, you learn those phrases. You learn them by talking to the people, getting the same ideas, getting the same thoughts, and also interacting with whatever environment it is that you're working in, because certain objects, certain events, certain processes will have their own ways of being talked about. Now, that kind of thought pattern that exists within a specific environment is a kind of generalized thought. And we usually would say, well, that was my thought, if you have an original idea within that environment, right? Because in any work environment, there's going to be people who are experienced enough to see, oh, we should think about it in this way, or we should talk about it in this way. Let me explain it to the new person in this way. It's more efficient for them to understand, right? The people who are the the trainers or the leaders or the people imparting the knowledge of any environment Well, they are the ones that know the most and have the ideas of how to move towards clarity. And of course, also, this can be pathological. This can be something that goes wrong, right? Someone can come in with some idea about how things should work or how they should talk about it, and it won't resonate. It will sort of be against and counterproductive to the environment. And if you've had a number of jobs, you you know what this is like. (laughs) You know that every environment somehow has its own set of lingo. And maybe that's one of the advantages to having a lot of different jobs, because when you are stuck in the same job and it's the same year after year, you you sort of become lulled into a kind of complacency. Now, that we can all call a kind of common mind. 
That's just common thinking, common thoughts. That's your own personal mind. Now, this is related to Gaia mind because Gaia mind is to do with the global network. It is the, in some ways, universal mind, the universal environment. So, going to work is a micro environment or set of conditions. The world is a global set of conditions, a global environment. And the same thing happens. The same thing occurs. There's a way of talking about it. There's a way of understanding it. And when you get to that level, we really have to sort of move away from this idea of what the mind is in a conventional sense, which is words in the head, a voice in the head. Because Gaia mind is, okay, well, instead of going to work and there's a lingo, it's more like you actually go into nature. You go into where there are trees all around. You go camping. You listen to the river. You see the mountains. You look look up at the moon at night. And the question there is, well, what's the lingo there? What is the idea? What is the operating system? And that is actually Gaia mind. That is how you get in touch with Gaia mind. Now, when you do this, it's not a thought per se. It's more like intuition. It's more like spontaneity. It's more like improvising or acting naturally. And these things of spontaneity and the rest of it are not really thoughts in terms of the dialogue in your head. They're more they're more like feelings. So Gaia mind is more like a feeling. And to stay with the nature analogy, think of it like, well, I I get the feeling a storm is coming. Or I get the feeling that soon it will be night time. I get the feeling that soon it will be getting dark for the night. I get a feeling that today is going to be a hot day. Or I think I know where some berries are. I have an idea about where I can find some fresh berries growing. Or I have an idea as to why that animal is acting that way. Right? These sorts of things aren't necessarily very much mind-centered in the sense that we are normally with our minds, with words and dialogue. Because if you're in nature and you're relying on the ways of nature, right? Because these these sorts of intuitions are putting aside the things we normally rely on, like, well, the weatherman, right? The weather forecast or the watch for the time of day or a scientific explanation as to why an animal is acting the way it is and so on, right? This is this is all very much personal, incidental, conditional mind thinking. We could say it's the environment of, of science. 
Whereas being in nature and sensing it for yourself, getting in touch with, well, what's the idea there? That is Gaia mind. Now, you see that in that sentence, what's the idea there? The word idea is very different to being at work and saying, oh, I have an idea as to how we can be more efficient with this product. Or being in the science lab and saying, uh, I have an idea of how we can tweak this experiment. It's much more like intuition. It's much more like feeling. Now, this nature picture, this natural world that we are sort of working with as an idea here, this is something that, well, expands out because it's not like we have just machines and industry and technology on one side and the birds and flowers and trees and mountains on the other side. This dichotomy is not entirely exactly what's happening with this world. This is a this is sort of a false spectrum. Now, it is it is a spectrum. It is useful to think about it in that way in some ways, but that's too simplistic because actually there's a lot more to it than that and Gaia mind still applies to technology to the mechanics of the world, the science, hard sciences of the world. Gaia mind still has a way of being intuitive. It still has something that it knows it needs to be working towards. Now, you could say, well, does that mean intuition is always Gaia mind? Well, not exactly. From there, we have to sort of, it's almost like we have to split the word intuition down again into different things and different meanings, right? In intuition is is a word that's too small to cover all the differences that can occur within you. But at least that gives you some sense of, well, some of the things that we're working with and some of the ways in which this can come to you. Now, the tragedy or the, the dark side of this story is that there is a kind of global pathology. There is this idea that has come along and is now sort of impressing itself onto nature and onto Gaia mind at large. And this is the equivalent of someone turning up at work and saying, oh, we have this idea, let's try it, and it doesn't work. It's not efficient, it's not good, it's just not happening. And yet that person who's got that idea is the person who's in charge, and everyone in the team has to follow along, right? That, that is a nightmare <laughs> of a situation, right? Normally when you work, you want the best idea to work. You want the best idea to happen. You want to be as efficient and as productive as possible. That is work. That is the point of work. That's the point of building things, creating things. 
And yet, how many times in the workplace (laughs) is there someone who's got this idea and, well, we go with it because they are the boss. And people are afraid to step out because of some hierarchy or because of some authority or, or, or even worse, that you would offend them, right? Or that you would have upset them personally. And yet that is happening on a global level. That is, ha- that is happening in the network mind that is this planet. There are individual ideas, these local ideas that are affecting the world and then having catastrophic consequences throughout the entire network. And it's really a lack of Gaia mind awareness that this occurs that, that makes this happen, that, that really brings this about. Because if people were more in touch with nature, then they wouldn't do the things that they do. Now, it's not just a matter of compassion, because you could say, well, the, a, a, a lot of the time, or a lot of the way this is conceptualized or sort of put across is through compassion, right? If you, if you could just feel more, if you could just sense the emotional pain of the world, then you wouldn't do that. Well, you wouldn't be the big CEO of that extraction company or that oil company or that technology that is destroying the environment company. And that feeling thing, that sense of, well, compassion and emotion, that doesn't quite cut it. That's very important. That is true. That is, well, correct in so many ways. But there is more to it than that. Because Gaia mind is not just emotion, right? When you say, oh, I I get the feeling a storm is coming. I get the feeling today is going to be a hot day. I, I get the feeling it's going to be dark soon. Like, like these things aren't necessarily feelings or thoughts. Right, because you can say, "Oh, I think it's going to rain. I think it's going to be hot today. I think it's going to get dark soon." Or, "I I feel right." the The feeling is it. You know, you know, it's not like an emotion. It's something else, right? Emotion is you know, happy, sad, angry, romantic, hurt, desperate right these sorts of these sorts of feelings and thoughts are well this is the idea this is the dialogue that i say this is the process or this is the 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 word the the word is the weight to it when it's a thought because you can say to someone oh i think it's going to be a hot day today and and then they have the thought right if you say that to someone oh i think it's going to be a hot day today the, the the thought is contained perfectly within those words, but the thought is only go, only going to connect if they also have some sort of feeling to it. They might disagree with you. They say, oh, no, I don't think it's going to be hot today. And that's not a matter of minds clashing or disagreeing. That's not a, that's not a conflict of ideas. 
It's a conflict of something else. It's a, almost like a conflict of intuition. So, it's quite ethereal. It's quite tricky to pin down because in some ways we are stuck within these paradigms of thought, right? This, this idea of thought, of thinking, of what is the mind is very much limited by our, well, scientific culture, right? You see, you see that it's very small. It's very restrictive in, in communication and in sensing things. Like if you can only sense something that you have a word for, that's very limiting to your senses, and if you can only feel something that you have a word for, whether it's an emotion or an intuition or otherwise, that, that's also very limiting. And you can sense how limiting that is when you get in touch with Gaia Mind. When you actually go out into nature and you look at processes and experience processes that don't necessarily need to have words for them. Now, another big component of t getting in touch with Gaia Mind, and this is a very powerful strategy, is actually to remove your personal mind. So, this change in environment helps. It goes a long way to do that. But to go further, you are to remove the things that normally, like taking off your watch, not checking the weather radar, not listening to talks, not reading books, not doing the things that normally stimulate the mind in the normal way. You'll notice that a lot of the advertising we're exposed to has words in it. A lot of the entertainment that we're exposed to has words in it. And a lot of the environments in which we work and in which we just live generally have words in it, whether they are written words or words that we hear from other people. And this bias towards words is basically a bias towards mind. And this thing of going out and being around the trees, well, that means there's, there's no words. Right? You're not listening to people speak. You're not seeing a billboard with some f marketing catchphrase on it. And of course, you don't, you don't even need to do that, right? You don't even need to go off camping to do that. You can just create a place at your home where you close your eyes, right? Just, just meditating will put you in touch with Gaia Mind eventually, right? Maybe... <laughs> Maybe we need to talk a little bit more. See, see, this is where the conversation actually turns to meditation, right? This is where we actually say, okay, well, what is the real technique? And for that, we say, well, you do general meditation techniques. You don't do a specific meditation technique for Gaia Mind. Gaia Mind is really something that comes to you naturally if you are on the path of discovering your mind. It's not something that you pursue, right? 
that would be almost like saying, okay, I want to make friends with Mother Nature. Now, in a poetic way, well, that's great. Right? You should make friends with Mother Nature. But if you were thinking that like, oh, no, I'm actually going to, I'm literally going to make friends with Mother Nature, then, then you know, that's the wrong way of thinking about it. So, so in an abstract way of talking, yes, you want to make friends with Mother Nature, but in a practical way of talking, no, you're not making friends with Mother Nature. You need to just work on your meditation. Just get in touch with yourself. Just discover what it is that you're thinking. Discover where it is that your thoughts are coming from. Are you thinking about work? Are you thinking about things from your culture? Or are you thinking for yourself? Are you getting in touch with your own insight? Your own wisdom? Because when you do become familiar with your own wisdom and you'll start to hear a whisper of something coming from somewhere else and that is a wisdom that is beyond you it's a wisdom that's beyond your ideas and that is Gaia mind and the world needs more of it Believe me, we need more of it. We need much more global network intelligence coming through individuals. It's critical. All right, so that's a little bit more on Gaia Mind. This is a a big subject. This is a has a lot to it. We didn't even get into the alternate definitions of which there are many. So that's maybe another conversation for another day. So thanks very much for tuning in and we'll be back soon with more.